Hey drivers, Ruthann here. Pick up the phone and dial 844-292-8999. If you're looking for a company with new all automatic Kenworth T680s with APUs and fridges, this company offers lease purchase and company positions. Again, dial 844-292-8999. JB Hunt. Ha ha ha. JB Hunt. Warner. Swift. US Express. Schneider. Schneider. Okay. Who else? I can't eat. Is there any? CR England. What are the big ones? They're the big US ones. US Express. Oh, you said US Express. USA keep, Truck. Keep talking. I need you to talk a little bit more. Give me another trucking company. Forelli. Florelli? Yeah. Okay, give me another trucking company. Um, Schaefer. Schaefer Trucking, owned by Crete Carriers. Yep. Wow. All right, you're coming in good. Crete, Crete, Crete. How about Metropolitan? Ooh. Epps Transport. McLean. Do you remember, what were some of those old companies? MS Carriers. Ooh, that's an old one. And I'll bet you all the old timers remember Coretta. I don't remember But anyways, Coretta. I'm not really here to talk <laughs> about trucking companies. I'm just wanting to... Tone our voices in here. All right. Trucking news. What do you got today, Ruthann? Oh, and I'm going to try not to cut you off. You're just lying. I know. I am lying. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Let's hear it. Okay. Carl's still on the Survivor. Yay, Carl. Dang. How many weeks is that? <laughs> this is this was um, episode seven. Wow. So the trucker has made it through seven. Mm-hmm. Um, seven weeks. Seven uh, what episodes of mm-hmm. Survivor? Mm-hmm. And that's is that on NBC, CBS? I forget. CBS. So much I watch television. Yeah, I know. I actually have to go on every week just to get the the highlights because I don't we don't watch it. So go, Carl. But yeah, I'm only doing this for you, Carl. Wow. So, only you. Uh, how many are left? Get, do you know the number? What's Carl down to? Um, honestly, I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'll, I'll, I'll get that info next week. Do you know? Like, well, you don't know how many contestants it started with. This is like like trucker trucking's represented. You know, on that that would be really cool if a trucker won it. Um, no, it's, see, I don't one, think it's two, that important. Three, four, five, six, one, two. There's twenty. There's twenty. So there's thirteen left. If there were seven weeks, mm-hmm. about roughly. Yeah, roughly. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that's that's it. Carl's 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 made it. So what's next? Next is you know the driver that we we're talking about that had his uh, that was attacked in the truck stop. In I don't. Yeah. Yeah. He um he cannot return the driving anymore. He can't return because he has seizures now from the attack, and he has to take specific medication. And damn, yeah. FBI is involved, I hear. Yes, FBI has um, actually gotten more involved in it. So they have a hat that was left in the cab of the truck with um, DNA, mm-hmm, hair right. follicle, hair hair in it, and stuff. So they've been running the uh, test results. So. You know, hopefully we'll find out soon, and whoever did this to him will be brought to some kind of justice. All right, Mr. Bad Guy, you can go easy on yourself by turning yourself in, or we're coming to get you. No, seriously, if they got his DNA mm-hmm. and he attacked somebody, odds are he's not a nice guy, and he's probably been arrested before. That'd be my guess. Yeah, it'd be my guess, too. But the thing that they're having an issue with right now is where the legality of prosecution would be, because... Him being a Native American. Who's Native American? The attacker. 
So they are they know for sure he's Native American. Mm -hmm. And so the prosecution why were they on Native American land? Yes, it was a tribal it was a what the, why tribal truck stop. So Okay, but why does that make attacking somebody any you know because you get a, a get out of jail free card or what? what no, the, it, you, they use their own justice system. Oh. So they're trying to see which justice system it would fall underneath whether it be FBI since they're involved now or if it would go once they get the information that's all needed, if the Indian nation will take care of it themselves and take um, his justice with them. So I'm just curious, I mean, and you probably don't know this, but and we can look it up. Since they have their own justice system, do they have their own prison and everything? I wonder, since is it, do they have like their whole everything or does somebody go to prison outside of that area? It's almost like military. They handle their own. So yeah. the Indian... Anytime you're on Indian ground or in, it's got a certain name, but tribal, whatever, you're, you are. Reservation territory. Reservation territory. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, okay. And that, that would be actually interesting to know what happens. Because if that's the case, you know, I mean, it's just kind of odd. You know, if, if. They have their own yeah. police. So it says here, it says that he was interviewed by the FBI. Um, which has taken over the investigation and that they will continue to work with the Fort Hall Reservation Police on the case and has no other information to release. So they're just trying to now work together um, to see exactly what type of, you know, who they were going to, how they're going to have, you know, yeah, what's going to happen. Who gets to um, prosecute them? Here's my thing, and I would, I would, I would send a message. This is my message to the, the reservations. To, to the people in charge. And you, I'm sure they'll take my advice. But what I would say is this. Make sure you prosecute them to the fullest. Because if you're sitting back collecting money from those truck stops and, and people that are non-Indian coming through your nation and you're, you're, you're making money on them, I would advise truck drivers to band together and boycott your area mm -hmm. if you're not going to prosecute this. And, and look, I'm not even assuming nothing. I just kind of get a little nervous when all of a sudden somebody gets a break. Oh, we're well, that's that's what he's actually feeling. He that the the person that was attacked, Phillips. He was he's actually they're actually feeling the same thing because it says here factors in determining uh, jurisdiction in crimes that have a Native American bearing include whether the crime took place on a reservation, whether the victim or suspects are Native American, and the severity of the crime. Some investigations are handled entirely by reservation law enforcement. So right now what they're trying to do is go through all that. I mean, the guy basically was beaten by rocks in both hands. You know, so and he's a not, he's not a young man. I mean, he's not a uh, you know like he's not like he's in his thirties or anything like that. You know what? What what baffles me the most? They shouldn't have to figure this out. This is two thousand and eighteen. I'm sure that I and you know an American Indian has you know had a crime against somebody that's non-Indian before. Who who prosecutes it? Well, right now they're, they're, they want to um, clarify that right now that the person that did the attacking was Native American. As long as, as soon as they prove that, then they're going to take the next step on what exactly is going to happen because they're waiting for that DNA results to come back to prove it. I, I hate mumbo-jumbo BS run around. This, sh this should be cut and dry. Okay, I agree. Find out for sure. If it's if he's, you just said he was Native American, now you're saying they want to confirm it. So they confirm it. There should already be 
I mean, and I don't want well, to beat this horse, but the they thing. should already know who will prosecute it. That's but, stupid. And here's the thing. You know how they always say, you know, until you know 100% sure you can't. Well, they have a video saying that, you know, showing someone um, approaching like the one area. So they kind of like have an, uh, an idea on who, not who it was, but they can see that it was a large person coming up a, a side of his cab. Um, they have the hat. They have um, him saying that it was a very large Native American. That's all they know. So the DNA that they got from the hat, judging by what it looked like, you know, certain ethnicities, you can tell by looking at it, you know, kind of whether or not, you know, like that, because most Native Americans, their hair is either extremely dark brown or black, and it's um, sometimes thicker, you know, as far as the strands of hair than, like, say, my little German hair is really thin. So. Yeah, I mean, and look, that part there, I understand all that. The only point that I'm trying to make is they should already know who would be prosecuting it. They should. That, but that, they, that I, shouldn't even be a question. We should I, already know, well, listen, here's the rule. If he's on Amer- well, American might, Indian land. and They might already know that, but they're not letting us you know, know that. You, you know, know what's funny? They they, people have written in and they've talked about me cutting you off. Yeah, and and you've doing... cut me off 500 times. And I'm about to go cut off crazy. And I'm going to cut you off 5,000 times Pay just to piss everybody off. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm trying to be the humble guy today. Right? Oh, no. Well, you goofballs that write in and say stop cutting you off all right i'm, I'm telling you stop cutting me off all right pay back my is a bitch all right now listen no that's all i'm saying yeah no yeah it's <laughs> all i'm saying is they should already know and let's move on to the next thing but next yeah, thing absolutely okay um the uh, flying jays the pilot flying jay i mean i'm not used to saying that one word it's either a flying J or to a pilot. Pilot yeah. flying J is just weird. Well, they're you know one owns the other now. I know, but Stupid. they are celebrating their 60th anniversary. So what they're doing is they're taking yeah I know 60th anniversary. Yeah I know that don't make sense. Which one is celebrating the 60th? Are they <laughs> both? Are they were they both formed in uh, what would 60 years ago? Not 2058 or whatever. But which one bought which? Did the Flying J buy out Pilot, or did Pilot no, buy I, out Flying I J? I think Pilot bought out Flying J. Well, then Pilot Jet. probably is celebrating it first. Yeah. So um, what they're doing is they're donating $2 million to different ver- variety of charities. Um, nice. To what about Toxidio? We have one. We're not, Can we're they not, donate? I would like to do that because listen to some of these places that I've gotten it. Of course, um, military veteran organizations... And um, like Higher Heroes USA, um, Folds of Honor, that was one that we spoke about before. Um, I don't know what Bunker Labs and Fisher House is. Uh, community organizations, so if you're in the different communities, oops, around there, that they're going to be doing that. Truckers Against Trafficking. Awesome. Truckers Final Mile. Trucker Buddy. Um, St. Christopher Truckers Fund. So all those different organizations are getting... And that's two organizations TalkCDL is involved with. We always promote that them as yeah. Truckers Against Trafficking and Truckers Final Mile. That's awesome. Exactly. I'm glad so to hear that. Yeah. What, the main reason I'm bringing this up is if you are one of those organizations that we were talking um, this past week, Kelly had introduced us to... What was the name of that... that um, 
the the woman that that called me the other day. The one that's from uh, uh, what are they called the the something bandits the uh, long haul bandits. Yes, yeah. thank you. I'm like totally went blank. Yeah. Anyways, shout out to the long haul bandits. They've right. been you know we've we've heard from them through the. Facebook page, and like you said, one of the ladies call us, so shout out to them. Right, so basically, if you're one of these organizations, I'm sure you could probably write into the Pilot Flying J or get in touch with them to see about maybe promoting yourself and, yeah, trying to get some money. Hey, (laughs) let's let's, uh, send a letter in and tell them how much I need, you know? (laughs) You need a lot, (laughs) though. It's funny. It starts with a lobotomy. All right, hey. Pilot, Flying J, we need we need some money. So, you know. All right. All right. So I don't know how to pronounce this. So Are you moving on to something. I am. I'm I I'm sliding right into the next subject. What do you got? L Y T X Lytics. I, that's what I would say. Okay. Next. Identifies the five riskiest highways. Really? Yes. The five riskiest. Five riskiest Let highways. Me, can I guess at where two of them are at? Can I guess? Go ahead. Florida? Nope. Texas? Nope. Crap. No? Bathroom's over there. That's funny. <laughs> I was totally stunned when I read this. Okay. I'm just telling you when I was reading us. Stun now, us. Now, um, they are a in-cab video recording dash cam device systems. And this is how they got their data by using these in, in you know, in the cab recording, you know, video cam. This is Lytics. Yeah. All right. So um, this is how they came up with it. So between January and September, they captured 16.1 million behaviors and 6.9 million risky events. So. Okay. So let's, you know, keep us waiting here. I'm on the the edge of my seat. Come on. No, you're not. Come on. You're not on the edge. Um, I'm on the edge. You're not. So you're anyways, making me edgy. Okay. <laughs> that was your driving earlier. He made me nauseous with his driving earlier. I, I don't think they yeah. want to even know about my driving. Ooh. Okay, so. I'm a trucker. Okay. Pennsylvania's Route 309 near Veracruz Rose in Upper Sucking Township. I know all about that. That runs up through Tamaqua and everything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then still on 309. Uh-huh. Um, Emus Avenue in Allentown. I'm like Emmaus Avenue. Yeah, that's, so I pronounced it wrong. You know what's funny? What's funny though is like that's like our our backyard. I know from where we're from. So originally. I'm like, oh my gosh, really? There? No, yeah. no. And I, I, all you Pennsylvanians, we know how you guys drive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nutty <laughs> son of a guns. All right. So here's the la- here's here's number three. Are you ready? Yeah. Number three. Number three. So wait, wait. So you're saying the first two were Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania? Yeah. The same highway? Yeah. You nutbags up there drinking <laughs> that yingling beer. All right. So you ready for number three? Yeah, let's hear it. Pennsylvania's Route 181 near Crooked Hill Road in Susquehanna Township. It's like, what? Three of the most riskiest areas are smack in Pennsylvania, not far from where we're from. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. And you just told them that my driving was bad. Ooh. <laughs> Good thing they're not doing behaviors in Citrus County. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so the last two yeah. are the same state. So you got Interstate 40 near Green Hill Road in Dandridge, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and Interstate 24 near Bellevue Avenue in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So it says these, these are what are the risky moves they're doing? Like texting and driving and Swear, what, what, what's I want to hear this lytics thing? And okay. they, are they truckers or just everything? Yeah, no, it's it's uh trucks operating in over the road trucking operations and plotted the geographic locations, times, and events that occurred. So, what they did is they um 
had certain trucking companies. I don't know who. It didn't say. Oh, I wish it did. Um, I'm gonna, I'll look and see if I can try and come across it. Okay. But, um, they basically got all the data, and I can read here. It says that the these five segments are 172 times riskier than the average of all other segments in the country. All five are near interchanges or exit on ramps where lane changes and speed differences increase the chances of collision. The company also found that collisions occur on Wednesdays more than on any other day of the week, while Fridays have the highest rate of near collisions. Fridays have the the highest rate of near collisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're all trying to get home and cash their check. Mm-hmm. They're speeding. Mm-hmm. I know them Pennsylvania boys. The mm-hmm. Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania boys. Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania? I, I know how they drive. Yeah. You know, like... That's I, I'm I'm pleading the fifth on that. That's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And did they test like every state in order to yeah, say it said across the country? It just said all across the country. You you boys in Pennsylvania heard it here. Ruth Ann's got the the lowdown. I got the lowdown. And then and then our our rebel boys, our 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 southern our southern men and ladies driving in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Are are just as bad, so you can't just blame the Yankees. No, in Chattanooga area. Because you know when you first started going, doing talking about that, so all of our southern truckers are going, "Damn Yankees!" Uh-huh. See that yeah. the one, two, and threes up there in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I know they, they can't yeah, drive with the shit. That's why I don't want to go to the Northeast, <laughs> man. Screw that. The worst place to drive. They just confirm you don't want to go to the Northeast. Guess what? The second place is in the South. Yeah, that's Chattanooga. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wasn't a land of dicks. Now, so seriously, that's it is what it is. Uh, it's kind of weird though how. The first three are in one state, the second two are in the other. I know. I, I actually had read, read it over a couple of times thinking, well, maybe I read something wrong. And that's no. Lytics. Lytics, uh-huh. Is there any kind of follow-up? Like, is there like other states where they say, okay, well, this state was bad, this state was bad? No, it just gave those five, and then it said that wow. um, the collisions were most likely to occur overnight between 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. That's because the people were, like, tired. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. You got stuff? You got other stuff? Mm-hmm. What do you got? All right. Um, now, we, the big thing back and forth has been whether or not the urinalysis and hair follicles, what's going to be happening. Right. We've been talking about that lately. They just approved the, to go ahead for the next vote to where all trucking companies, and everybody should know this. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people don't realize this. All trucking companies, it's on the bubble right now. It's not mandatory yet, but all trucking companies are are now at the threat of having to do all hair follicle tests Mm -hmm. for pre-employment and random Mm -hmm. drug testing. So what's that? What does that mean? That, and this is what I read, Ruthann, we're we're talking a huge amount of drivers that are going to be chopped from the industry when that happens. Now, here's what I, and I'm hoping your data confirms this. I had read that the hair follicle they do, and here's the misconception where a lot of people get nervous. They say, oh, my God, if my hair is long, they're going to go back 15 years. Well, what I read was 90 days. It's mm-hmm. only going to go back. In fact, I don't know if they can go back pre-90 days um, with those hair follicles. But it's got to, is it, it, it's already passed the House, right? And mm-hmm. it's now in the Senate. Is that where it's at? Or it's, it's, it's up well, for Trump or, or the, whatever, the president the or somebody to sign? No, it's been signed. What happened was, is not many people know, but... In December of 2015, mm-hmm. um, Fast Act Transportation Bill was signed by President Obama. Right. So 
it allows the hair follicle drug testing as a DOT-approved method. So back when Obama was president in 2015, he already initiated it, but they didn't have the guidelines established right. for it to be as used when they did it. So they can do it where a company can decide to do hair follicle within its own self, but it couldn't basically do... Um, where they reported it as much as, as... It couldn't be the record they right. kept. Because I read that also where if you have a company that does hair follicles, they still have to have a urinalysis. Yeah. I as think, of right now, they still the do. They so, still have to have a urinalysis backing it up, not just a hair. Yeah. Yeah. It says, currently hair follicle drug testing cannot be used by trucking companies to satisfy federal DOT drug trust drug testing requirements, but can be used eternally as prerequisite. Yeah, as, as a company policy. Basically, As they can a company yeah. can use it to it determine. Yeah, and it can't, but it can't. Like if um, you go in there and you flunk your your hair follicle because you're doing it as a they can't report that to DOT. Yeah, it cannot be reported to any other. It can't be shared and it can't be reported right with anybody. Like even if a company comes in and so like if you fail if you fail a hair follicle right now, technically legally they cannot share that. Right, they have to only do a urinalysis. So. Which most likely, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. Are they saying, oh, okay, he failed this, so now let's make him do the urinalysis so we can report him? Or I think what companies are doing is just saying, okay, we're, we're going to let you go, but we can't report it. I think that's, is, is that what's going on right now? Well, it's, it's some companies now, since this came out, some companies are basically doing both. They're doing hair follicle for yeah. their own self, and then they're doing their the urinalysis for DOT and to be able to share it with other companies. So Correct. some companies right now are doing both. Um, In fact, we've talked to companies, Ruthann, and they a lot of these companies now are just being straight up with the drivers and saying, hey, can you pass a hair follicle? Mm -hmm. And the drivers are cool going, no, honestly, no, I couldn't. I mm -hmm. smoked a little weed, you know. Uh, two weeks ago, well, and bottom line is if you smoke the weed within 30 days, most likely you wouldn't pass. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, if you, you know, peed in a cup. So here's what it says. The detection time for hair follicle testing can detect traces of illegal substances from a recently as 10 days to as far back as 90. Right, 90 is the cutoff. Usually a typical one and a half inch hair sample will give you that 90 days. So from their use or ingestion. So in other words, meaning that if you ingested it or any kind of use of it, it's going to show up in about an inch and a half. Just be safe and say two inches of hair, which is the standard length most companies will use. So then the use of the hair elsewhere on the body is normally acceptable if the hair on the head is too short or non-existent. So if you think you're going to shave your head, they can go and pull it from another part of your body. Drop your drawers, boy. And I don't mean cough. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. It's going to be that hiney hair. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's the one that makes your eyeball pop. <laughs> so a driver who does not have enough. You don't want enough... your butt hair pulled out, trust me. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. If you don't have enough hair on your body to be tested, they may classify that as a refusal and deny you employment. Um, so if you thought you were going to be smart and just shave your whole body, they're just going to put you up as a refusal of the drug test. Wow. But I'd throw that one out there. Wow. And then companies that you ha use the hair follicle testing will still require the, you know, the urinalysis as well as a hair follicle testing is not yet allowed to be used by carriers as a substitute for the urinalysis. It only can be used for the pre-employment as required by the FMCSA. 
Information on trucking companies that are performing hair follicle drug testing is updated on a regular basis based on the information as as it's people are getting it. So they not all the companies are now doing it. So um, where I got my data from, they're saying that because people are the trucking companies are updating their system and, and transferring over, they're slowly getting to where most of the companies now are going to be starting to do it. Well. Look, bottom line is this. It's coming. Now, here's the quagmire. Quagmire? Quagmire. What? Here's the, the wrench in the monkey pile. Okay? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Weed is becoming legal. And yeah, well, and Now, I know it's a zero tolerance, you know, in trucking. But here's the, here's the hurdle that I believe you're going to see class action suits from people because let's say you legally live in a state like Colorado mm-hmm. and you smoke some weed. Or you lived in Canada and you moved down. Or you lived in Canada and you smoke some of that, you know, Arctic weed, whatever. Okay. Arctic weed. Huh? <laughs> I, did I just give them a, the burnouts a new name? Yeah. Huh? You glow that little plantronics or whatever it's called. You know, you got your little, little weed, little weed field going up in Canada, you know, Arctic weed. Anyways, let me go back to the thought here. So now you, you come to a trucking company that's in another state or wherever. Okay. And let's say it's 70 days later, 70. Now the reason alcohol, let's, let's compare the alcohol to the weed for a second. You cannot be, I think it's like 0.01 or something like that with a, as a tractor trailer driver, 0.04, whatever the, whatever the le- illegal limit is if you blow on a alcohol test in your trucking company, okay? And that's because you would be considered impaired by DOT. But 70 days later, if you smoked weed... 70 days ago and you now test positive for it when they when when they make it to where it satisfies dot as a failure imagine the guy in a legal state that hasn't smoked weed in 70 days okay and he now comes up positive but he's not wasted but he smoked legal weed arctic weed whatever he smoked it legally now you can't how can you say that guy just failed the drug screen. If, if he smoked it on his home time and he's now sober. And look, I'm not defending smoking weed. I'm just saying there is a freaking loophole there that it is going to be major. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that they have a test yet to determine how long ago the guy smoked the weed to say he's not impaired. Yeah, he's testing positive. He did smoke a little weed, but he's, he did it legally. How can you fault a guy for doing something legal? If it's lawful, you can't fault the guy. That's where you're going to get... You're going to see a lot. I believe you're going to see like some major class actions. It'll take a while, but I believe, unless they come up with that test. Maybe, maybe with the urinalysis, because it says hair follicle testing has been shown to be more effective than urinalysis in detecting low-level drug use. Right. As most drugs are rapidly excreted and undetectable with, it, with urinalysis within about 72 hours, marijuana screening is known to be slightly less effective when using the hair test, but is acceptable as a rough equivalent. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, but you understand what I just said, right? Yeah. I mean, what you, I think what that. What are your thoughts on that? Honestly. Honestly, I think since they've already have it going through where most states are now making it legal, I think what they're going to have to do is change it and see, okay, well, in the hair, when it's a certain length, is how they could detect when the drug was actually... I don't think they can. I think they can figure out with some of it. But either either way, I think that with, your, with say, marijuana, if it's... It will come back with stronger... Like, it will come with a, with a range on how strong it's in the system. See, the only, the only thing that... See, here's the thing. Trucking can go, all right, we have a zero tolerance ever. You're not ever allowed to smoke something ever. You can't have it in your system ever. Then, and then, then, then you, they're going to have a lawsuit against them because the, these people, human beings, are going to come back and go, look, you can't make something illegal that's legal by the government. And you can't do it when they're on their or home the time. Or the state, whatever. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it to show that they're on their home time when they were smoking the, you know, smoking. So I don't know, honestly. I think that that you know, when you're on your home time and you're home for three or four days, that you have the right to do, you know, if you want to have a beer, and if you're in a state and exactly, and you wanted to smoke a joint, if you're in a state that allows it, and that's your preference, then why should a company deny you of it? As long as you're not getting behind the wheel, what can they say? Well, I think it's more because they don't understand it yet. You know what I mean? There, it, it, there's certain things people get scared of. Do you remember when sleep apnea was a big thing in mm-hmm. trucking, mm-hmm. and then people had to do sleep? They used to have the to stoops. use the CPAP machines, right? And every as soon as somebody back in the day, people don't remember this probably, but back in the day, if you got diagnosed with sleep apnea, trucking company wouldn't even hire you. No, they're afraid that you're gonna like because right. you weren't getting your sleep or doing something they, like well, many different things. Well, they thought you would just fall asleep at the wheel, and that's mm-hmm. that's narcolepsy, yeah. right? So my what, grandmother had that, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah, nutty woman. But anyways, <laughs> but but look, the bottom line with it is people don't understand the weed thing. They don't. It's like they're they're trying to do the best they can for their their business, and I don't blame anybody for not wanting any any you know possibility of an impaired driver in their company. But when something is lawful, legal, okay, you're you're really you're really headed for a courtroom there. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's 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 only a matter of time. And I'll leave it at that. You got anything else in trucking? No. Do you? Well, I can give you a statistic. Well, give us a stat. Give us a statistic. Let me pull a statistic up. So you don't have it ready for no. the people. All right. For the so, people. And, and you know what, Ruth and while <laughs> Ruth and while you're doing that, for let me let me mention you've been sending out a crazy load of hats. I did. And, and shirts. shirts. And you hats even and sent it to our Australian connection. No, I, I actually, he just got me the address. So well, well what I'm getting at is you're, but yeah. you, so you didn't put it in the mail yet? No. To, and I how much did it. that cost to mail? Um, well, that's not rude. That's rude. I'm not going to Okay, that. but so, uh, you know, you're right. I could buy a shirt. <laughs> but, but, but let's say this though, because the guy was really cool. Mm-hmm. What was his name? The Aust- our, our Australian connection. Mike. Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike, our mate Mike. He's in Victoria. Good day, mate. But anyways, so Mike wrote to us and he said, listen, thanks for picking me as one of the winners, but it will be too expensive for you to send me just a hat. Mm-hmm. No problem. I appreciate the win. Well, it was actually, he won a shirt. Okay, a shirt. Yeah. And then 
you turned around and we were like, no, you win, you win. You know, it, it is what it is. And I, I'm, you know, he sounded, you said he sounded pretty grateful when you told him, hey, you're getting a shirt. Give me your address. Yeah, I'll read, I'll read you what he said. You, you're going to read it or you're just yeah. going to get us a stat. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm stalling I'm, for you. I'm, I'm gonna, actually just talking about I'm stupid gonna, hats right now so you I'm, can get the stat up. I already got my stat up, but oh. I'm going to read you what Mike said. Oh, wow. A Mike touching says, moment on Toxie. Yeah, Mike says, I don't think you are going to send a shirt all the way to Australia. It would cost a fortune. Regards, Mike. So I said, Mike, we want to send you your winnings. Anyways, give me your address. Don't forget your shirt size. Thank you, Ruthann. He goes, thank you, Ruthann, for sending this. My size is blah, blah, blah. My address is blah, blah, blah. I will let you know when it arrives. And I said, sweet. Thank you. But here's the thing, guys. So is that blah, blah, blah street or avenue? Court. Court. Okay. (laughs) So you want to let them know what? Make sure you send us your pictures. I've gotten... You know, some of them yeah, are guys. sending it, you know, and, you know, some of them I've gotten, like I've gotten, um, Shauna sent me her picture and her hat and, you know, we want to see what, you know, we want to see you wearing our gear so we can put it out there. Yeah. Guys, if you're getting a hat, you owe us a picture. That's all it's to it. That's the new rule. Hat for a picture. If you win, that's the rule. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You got a stat for us or not? Oh yeah. Let me take that one off. Okay. So. The oh, you got something? Good. Do you realize Stop how close? Stop cutting her off. <laughs> Stop cutting Truran off, Troy. Good, good. Truran, what? I can't even talk to <laughs> Good. What do you got? The American Trucking Association was assembled in 1933. Really? Before 1933, the American Highway Freight Association and the Federal Federation Trucking Associations of America were the two separate entities. When the government passed the Code of Fair Competition, the two groups came together to form the American Trucking Association, the ATA, which is now one of the most important advocate 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 groups for the trucking industry. Nice. Very nice. Thank you for that stat. 1938. Three. 30, 1933. It's older than my mom. Wow. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Nothing's older than your mom. All right. Oh, yeah, that one's older than my mom. Mom was only, mom, my mom was born in 40. Let's wrap it up. You got any advice? Stay safe, drivers. Pictures. And pictures. Send me pictures. And my advice is, my, well, actually, I actually would have a question. Would Arctic weed be like a menthol pot? <laughs> uh, that's, I just thought of that. Would that be like menthol pot? All right. <laughs> We're out of here. Peace. Praise the Lord. All right. Peace.